Welcome, friends, to the Soul Talk podcast, a show where we explore and uncover the path to the heart, amplifying your conscience. Join me as we meet incredible souls who are in this journey and learn from their experience and different methods that will make you vibrate your heart. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. This is Monica Ramirez, the Warrior of Love. And thank you for being again in Soul Talk. And today we have a special invite. His name is Joshua Bloom. And he it is the creator of Quantum Energy Transformation. And he's going to tell us a little bit more about himself because it sounds very, very interesting and something that like everybody that is in here in the channel that likes to transform their lives. Well, this is another technique that you can be using for yourself. And who else better? the creator of it. Thank you, Joshua, for being here. And Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Did, let us know a little bit about your creation that you did uh, create uh, the quantum energy transformation system. Let us know a little bit more about that, please. Sure. Well, quantum energy transformation is the understanding that information can move at the cellular level of the body to create what we might call a quantum shift or a change, either in the physical body or the emotional or the energetic or all of them can change actually. So the power of quantum energy transformation is to understand that it works in a different model than most everything else does. We work in a model that we might name the therapy model or the medical model or the parenting model. All of those are the same model. However, quantum energy transformation works in a totally different model, a more open model, one in which has more room to allow for new possibilities and new uh, shifts that can happen within ourselves. Like, for example, migraine headaches is really a, an incurable issue when it comes to people in the medical industry resolving that problem. The only, the only thing they have is medication, really. So otherwise, it, they don't have a solution. However, when we work at different levels of change, so I work at much higher levels of change, I don't work at the level of technique or strategy. I work at a much higher level than that, at the levels of identity, spirituality, purpose. When we work at those levels, we actually can resolve things like migraine headaches or things like fibromyalgia or certain people have pain in their body or maybe people have huge anxiety or depression or other things like this. These kinds of things can be resolved differently in the model I work in, which is more of a quantum model to help people move the energy at the cellular level of the body to create a change that's permanent. So we're talking about, I do, I do uh, believe that all the sickness are psychosomatic that we provoke it ourselves. I used to have lupus, sorry, fibromyalgia, and I healed myself. Yeah, very good. So, but we have to go to the root where it started. That's where you go, right? Absolutely. How, why you provoke that sickness, correct? Right. And in quantum energy transformation, we look at the root of the problem being located in the cellular structure of the body. 
which is the smallest part of us that has consciousness. So when we move the energy through the cells, we actually remove those emotional and physical things that have happened to us many years back, and we resolve those, the issue, the core, the root of the issue that's actually causing the problem. What do you mean when you are, you're working like kind of with energy work, you're working like Reiki masters do it or in what way or because there are many techniques to get there. Yes. And remember, I don't use techniques. <laughs> so so this is a very different um, thing than what what most people are used to, because there isn't a protocol. There aren't steps that you need to take in order to get the result. So then it's like, well, what do you do, <laughs> right? So what we do is we give the body the ability to move energy. So think about how we live our lives. We live our lives in stress based on what's happening in the world, what's happening in our personal world, what's happening um, just everywhere and how we live our life in that stress means that we're in what we call fight or flight well dr bruce lipton he taught me that most people are in some level of fight or flight all the time every day he said actually i'm going to call that protection and he named that state the protection state being in fight or flight The opposite of that is being in growth. So being in growth means that you're not in fight or flight. Your body is operating exactly as it should. If a problem occurs, the body knows how to deal with it and handle it. No problem. Everything is all good. And it's working in a very different way. And so we get out of that fight or flight and into growth. So for me, I was having a lot of anxiety issues. I was really having huge anxiety, so bad that many times I wasn't functional on certain days or couldn't really go out of the house very far. You know, walking around the block was a good day at those days in my life. This is many years ago, 20 some odd years ago when I experienced this. And so I had to get out of that protection place because I realized I'm in protection. That's exactly where I am. And no wonder Nothing is working because Lipton says, if you're in the protection mode, you can't heal, you can't transform, you can't move energy in your body. It won't work. You have to be in the growth mode for that to happen. So that's where quantum energy transformation got its start when I realized, well, we need to have space to move energy. We need to have the ability of our intention to move the energy through the body. We can use many different things. We can allow ourselves to breathe differently. We can intend differently. We can move the energy at the cellular structure of the body to create that change. And we can do it in many, many different ways. And that's really powerful because when we are looking at a technique, for example, there usually is the way right it's this is the way you have to do it but what if that way doesn't work for you or what if that way doesn't work for somebody else then you're kind of stuck a good example of that is hypnosis and and i think hypnosis is great i'm a, I'm a certified hypnotherapist and yeah. hypnosis can be very very helpful 
But what do you do when you take someone through hypnosis and then it doesn't work? Well, once you can't use that way of helping somebody, you need to refer them to somebody else because you're stuck. You know, you can't, you can't do more. In quantum energy transformation, there is no stuck. We have many, many different ways of moving energy at the cellular level of the body. And you, my practitioners that I train to help them learn to do what I do, they actually are able to find different ways that work specifically for that person. So this is not cookie cutter. In other words, this is not like we're going to use this protocol and that's the way we're going to do it. It's going to be like, what is your body? What is your energy? What do you need? And then we do that with the client and the client transforms. I, I totally agree with you uh, because yes, there are many cookie cutters that I don't agree with that because not every single client it is going to have the same needs and you're going to need different techniques or a different way to do it. I am a channeler and my cha- and as, and as a channeler, even if you know many techniques that I'm also a hypnotherapist, not from Dolores Cannon because that is more cookie cutter. And there are other ones that they can let you include from channeling, from NLP, from theta healing, et cetera, from different techniques that you can use. And the one of Dolores Cannon, yes, it is more cookie cutter. It is only that technique and that's it. You cannot move on. And the same applies for many Reiki practitioners at the beginning, because I can see many people that I have interviewed, they are adding more things, and not only Reiki, they're creating their own technique. That's something that I'm noticing in the majority of the people I interview or work, they're adding more information or more things or channeling messages that their guides are telling you. You know what? Why you don't try this? Or this client needs this. And it's not something that came out in the book in the step one, two, or three. You know, that something is out of the book. Let's put it like that. That's what you're talking about, uh, referring about quantum. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. And yes, it is It is important that people get out of the step one, two, three. And it says here in the book, in this part, that it has to work. Not all the clients, the trauma is not caused by the same by the same model, just put it like that. So it is not gonna be the same thing for everybody. Very true. And I think that's why I've been very successful when I've worked with clients is because I'm not following a protocol that works for the modality. I work for the person, (laughs) the person I'm trying to help, whether that's me or somebody else. When I work with someone, we're looking for what does that person need? What's going to help them resolve the problem the easiest and the fastest way? Rather than I have to follow a step-by-step procedure in order to get there. Many times, some of the steps aren't even necessary for certain people. And other people require something totally different altogether. So you really need to work in a modality where somebody is going to be receptive to what you're having them do and to do it in a way that works for them rather than it be something that's difficult. And and one of the things that I noticed when I was really, really in my anxiety many, many, many years ago, I was cooked. (laughs) I was already over-energized, too over-anxious, 
I was in fight or flight way too often and all the time. And because of that, I didn't have any strength to, to do complicated work. If the work was too difficult or too lengthy or took a, too much of my energy, I couldn't do it. I just had to say no to that type of work. So this is what led me to create quantum energy transformation where I was able to find a way that we could move the energy in a quantum way so it's fast and in a way where we can create and honor the person that we're working with so that when the energy moves, the person no longer requires the problem. Because I don't look at problems as that we are broken. I look at problems as if I lived the life that you did, I would experience the same types of problems you would. So when we think of it from that point of view, nothing is, we're not broken, nothing is wrong with us. It's actually perfect in the way that it happened. Now, if that's not useful to you, if what you're experiencing is not useful, that's when we can come in, we can say, okay, let's work with you in a way that works to create a fast and easy shift so that you're not having to be plagued by the problem that we, we all created. You know, many of us have traumas at very young ages that we don't even remember. Other of us have um, issues that we do remember, and ever since then, we've had this problem. <laughs> Other things happen because we um, held that energy in our body for so long and we never resolved it. So we keep getting triggered by it all the time, over and over and over again. We're getting triggered by it and that is causing us pain. That is causing us problems. And then eventually, if it's not handled, it gets to a physical issue. And now we're dealing with not just the energetic aspect of it, but the physical aspect of it, which is very, very overwhelming. And what I do is help people move that energy so they no longer have to carry it along with them. Yes, because it creates a new identity. And you continue with the same identity that you have to this moment, you're not going to create that shift. So creating a new identity is creating a new you completely. I love that you said that because this is why we don't work at the strategy level. The strategy level is several levels below the identity level. In order to make a change, you have to make a change at least one level above the level that you want to change. So the, 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 that level is at the level of purpose and spirituality. So when I work with somebody at the purpose and spirituality level, then I can shift or help them shift their identity. And then they become a person who no longer requires the problem. So if I shift it at a very high level, it becomes a permanent change. If I were to work at the strategy level, which I'm not interested in doing, but if I were to do it, it would either not work at all, or sometimes it would work. Or if it did work, it may not be long lasting. Because you have to, the higher you make that change, the longer lasting the issue um, I'm sorry, the, the, the relief is or, the, or, the, or the, the problem gets resolved for either a short time if you're using a technique, but if you're using a higher level change like purpose and spirituality, then it, be, it can become a permanent change, something that never shifts. It's just the way that it is now. I have a question for you because I encounter some of my clients. They are atheists. 
So forget about the spirituality that is for them is in the trash. And but that that doesn't mean that they cannot create a change. Not because True. they don't source or they don't believe in soul or they don't believe in energy. That doesn't mean that they cannot create a change. How do you I agree with you? I, I, I know people who are atheists and um, I've actually worked with atheists with my work. What's great about quantum energy transformation is that we have we have no rules about that kind of thing. So regardless of what someone's religion is, or whether they don't they don't um, know if they believe in God or think that they believe in God, it doesn't matter. Um, it's really about honoring the person and their own beliefs and what's serving them. So regardless of the person and where they are, we can help them resolve whatever it is. Even at even if they don't necessarily believe in spirituality, because I look at it this way: if you look at one side of the coin, we have science. On the other side of that same coin is spirituality. Now, yes. um, some people do not really believe in that spirituality piece. They're either they're not ready for it, or it's not for them, or whatever their reason is. But on the science side of it, it's the same information. It's just it just looks different, <laughs> right? Different wording. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. how I tell them. Like we're talking about the same, but we use different wording. Exactly. So we can work at the scientific level in the same way that we could work in the spirituality level and still reach the same goal. We're still working at that higher level. We just might not call it the same names. But science today is saying the same thing that spirituality is saying today. It's all coming together as one. Finally, it is. You're right. Finally, it's, it's starting to merge because it was never separated. But yes, but well, I I I see you talking a lot of Dr. Lipton. Uh, do you study under him? Well, many years ago, I I learned about Dr. Lipton in a class that I was taking, and as I learned about Dr. Lipton, I really found it fascinating. So I read all of his books and watched all his videos. And I just, just really got into his work because there was something about what he was saying that rang true for me, especially when he talked about that growth and protection thing. I was like, wow, what else does he have to share? If that, that really worked for me. It got me to understand I got to get out of fight or flight in order to make a change. And I did, and that's when I made the change for myself. But the power of Dr. Lipton was in all of the research that he did, all the science that he did, and I use his science as the backbone for the work that I do, quantum energy transformation. And many years ago, uh, Bruce came to uh, my office. I was in Virginia, and I knew the, um, actually, the, the lady that was organizing his trip to come to Virginia um, didn't have a place for him to sign books. And I had an office there in Virginia nearby where they were doing their event. And I said, well, come and use my office. So he, their, their whole crew came in and customers and everyone came in to, to, see, um, to see Dr. Lipton at my office. It was a, a brilliant and fun time. I was able to talk with him at length and show him my models and things that I use for my work which he was very interested in. It was very exciting. And we kept the relationship. And after that, I invited him to be in my movie, The Ultimate Answer is Inside. 
and he and he was in my movie and recently he wrote the forward to my book uh which is also called the ultimate answer is inside and uh yeah so that's so that's what happened with me and Becky. that was very interesting and everything was aligned yes uh, <laughs> <laughs> hi everyone this is monica ramirez the warrior of love and i wanted to talk to you about add to the heart that is a transformational system that i created that it goes in three levels and at the end even you receive a certificate as a healer and a channeler but let's start from path to the heart level one that is transformational metamorphosis like my book that is precisely the path to the heart level one and the path to the heart level one it is because many of us I, I used to feel like that even as a Reiki master and learning so many techniques every time I work with a client I did not felt that I did enough or that I was good enough and yes that came from a childhood trauma that started there because I was overachiever I always trying to prove myself to others and I was a, a people pleaser because I was too afraid to stay alone or people will leave me if I was completely me. I have a lot of resentment to myself for all the mistakes that I have done in the past. And I bet many of you have felt the same way as I used to feel. Well, in Path to the Heart, we are going to be working with the shame, with the blame, blaming others because a person that is not responsible of their own actions, it is going to be very hard that they can move forward and actually change their life. We have to start owning our things. And in Path to the Heart, you will learn how to start owning your things, but not only stay that, okay, I did. Yes, and now what? Now you have to learn to forgive yourself for making the choices that you did and forgive others because you're gonna start seeing others in a very different way. You're gonna learn to become the observer of your own thoughts and your own emotions and letting go all that shame and blame that has been keeping you stuck. And at the same time, the fears, that the fears is a limiting belief because where I work as an NLP deep inside in Theta level. And I explain all this and we work in Theta level with activations and, and meditations. We have a group also where it's gonna be supporting you, people that are working with themselves in the same level. And how many of you also have got stopped because what other people will think about you? So the judgments of others can affect you if you let them. And you're gonna learn in this uh, program how you're gonna let go the judgments of others. So like that, you really will feel free and empower yourself. So like that, you make better choices and be less reactive. And first of all, you're gonna learn how to love with yourself and love your life that you have right now. The second level, it is about clearing family lineage removing vows and contracts that we all do every time we speak. And I'm gonna finish the second level with a soul retrieval. You're gonna be bringing those fragments of soul that you have left because of fear, shame, or blame, or grief. We are gonna bring those parts of yourself so like that it can get integrated to your own self. The third level. The third level is about learning how to channel and learning all the types of channeling. And we do a lot of practice in there, but not only there, we stay. 
you're gonna learn how to heal at the same time your own clients in a theta level. And the good part about my program, A Path to the Heart, it is that you can integrate all the techniques that you have learned before from Reiki, from different modalities and so forth, and you can integrate them in my program. So if you are interested, just give me a call and let's have a chat. And I will be more than happy to have a discovery call with you. It's a 30 minutes call. This is a program that it is for coaches and healers and yoga teachers and massage therapists, people that work already with energy, people that already are working with themselves, but they don't know how to continue moving forward. So if this program is calling you, give me a call. My name is Monica Ramirez, the warrior of love. One of the questions that I saw that you have here in the, in the bio that you sent me, it was about frequency and vibration. And that's something that people ask me all the time, but I would like to point of view, what is the difference between frequency and vibration? That's a good question. Um, I think frequency and vibration can be synonyms, actually. And I think people can also see them differently. I look at frequency and vibration as the same thing. Um, it's really how high do you vibrate? What frequency do you vibrate at? It's really the same thing. When we look at frequency, we look at most people living their life at around 250 hertz energy frequency. Maybe some people are at 300. Um, it gets rarer and rarer as we go up to 400. <laughs> and then when people are at 500, 500 is like that level of love where you feel that love energy um, in, your, in your life. And not everybody is able to maintain that. But with what I'm doing, we have taken this to another level. So there was a time where I was trying to maintain 1,000 energy frequency myself. Unfortunately, when I was trying to maintain this frequency of 1000 energy frequency, which at the time I thought was huge, I would get what you might call a healing crisis. So I would zoop up to that high frequency and then I would feel badly after getting there and I would get anxious and couldn't maintain the frequency. So I would, I would plop right back down. And I, you know, you do that a couple of times and it becomes kind of painful. You stop doing that. <laughs> it doesn't take rocket science to realize if that's if that doesn't feel good we, we stop doing it so you're going to the up and down exactly so up the fall is more is more painful like that's what you mean right oh say that one more time more than you go up the downfall it is going to be more painful yeah well I, i'm saying that going to those higher frequencies are really great places to be. But if you, you have so much in your body, so much um, lower frequency in the body, it's, it's, it's really a, um, a jarring thing for the body to rush up to, you know, a thousand energy frequency. And then you start feeling badly if you don't do it in a way that honors yourself and the body. So now in my classes and with myself, we regularly go up to 10, thousand hertz energy frequency with no healing crisis everything is good we don't we don't do the healing crisis thing with quantum energy transformation we have ways to get around that like wearing the pendants that i'm wearing they help um eliminate healing crises they help us raise our frequency so much higher 
than I ever imagined. So before I thought a thousand was like a really high energy frequency. Now we're going to 10,000 energy frequency and being there brings us more into that 5d energy that everybody's talking about. Hmm. That is very, very interesting. Yes. And how do you, the problem of many of my clients that tell me, ask me this question, okay, this is awesome what you're teaching and, and vibrating with a sisterhood or uh, uh, with the same uh, people is great, but then you have to go back to your job or you have to go back to your husband or whatever it is. And that's where you get tested. And that's where you have to leave the, paying the bills, et cetera, and, and taxes and all this kind of stuff. That's where it gets stuck. Because you start self-doubting yourself and la 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 la. How do you yes. maintain that energy when you have to go to the 3D world and have you paid to taxes and and all those kind of stuff? That's really a great question because it's interesting. When you do a class or a workshop um, where you where you leave your home and you go, maybe it's a retreat or whatever you're doing, and you engage that retreat. Everything is very easy when you take all the distractions away, when you, you know, give yourself that time separate from everything that in your life, but you're not in your life, right? You're in, you're in this new world of experience, which can be beneficial. The problem is, is that we don't know how to incorporate what we've learned in that other space in our life. So once the triggers start hitting again, once we start moving through our life and hitting it, bumping up against the things that we bump up against, like you said, the taxes and all these things that show up, we then kind of forget about all the great things that we've learned, all the great things that we were doing while we were separate from our life. So I don't really do workshops like that. Most of what I do is help people while they're in the middle of their life. So this allows them to incorporate what they're learning actually into the life that they're living. So they don't have to step out of their life to learn what I'm teaching. They can actually learn it and utilize it right then and there when it's really tough, when it's really um, difficult for them, when they get the migraine headache, when they get the pain, when they get the emotional discord. At, all that, at that time, what I do is I teach them the skills they need to get through that and more importantly, to release it. So then if you release it, it's gone and you never deal with it again. Okay. And do I, I read that you were also, you were a writer that you published a book, correct? Yes. Tell us a little bit about, a little bit more about your book. What is the name of your book and, and so forth? The name of the book is called The Ultimate Answer is Inside. And it, it stems from the movie that I made of the same name, The Ultimate Answer is Inside. And I decided that, at first I decided to make the, make the movie. And it took me about five years to make the movie, which was a whole, <laughs> whole adventure of itself. Um, because it took so long to make the movie, you know, the, the technology changed in the middle of the game. <laughs> so, so we went from, you know, standard shooting to now more HD. And, um, and wider screens and all sorts of things changed while I was doing this. So it was an interesting result in the end. <laughs> but um, 
after I, I used the movie to teach people that anything is possible and that there's this quantum world that we can step into and it can really help us in our daily lives. And so it, it, it made my career. The movie made my career, it put me on the map, um, and it was a wonderful, wonderful thing to experience that, uh, that, uh, that ability to help thousands and thousands of people through that method and that experience. So then, um, years later, I said, you know, I really should make a book, because I never did do that. I never made a book. And the reason that I didn't make a book was because it's very difficult to experience transformation by reading a book. You know, it's easier if you're guided by an audio or maybe a video or something that you can experience while someone is guiding you. But I, I figured out that I could probably do some things in the book that would either lead to more guided things or could, I could even guide them in the book itself. So I decided to take it on as a challenge and I took my movie and all the great things that were said in the movie, and I started the book that way. And so then I had the book and I um, rewrote it to make more sense, because when you talk, you know, you took a transcript of the movie, right? So when you take a transcript of a movie, people are talking like you talk regularly, not like you write. So I made it more flowing so that it would sound like you were reading a book, and I also um, utilized the people that were my movie, you know, Dr. Bruce Lipton and Bernie Siegel and James Oshman and Donna Eden and so many amazing people in the, in the, in the movie. I, they were also in the book. And in the book, I was able to go into more details. And I say, you know, I only had two hours in the movie because I did a two-hour movie. And that was long for a movie. But you're limited as to what you could really share. I couldn't go deeper. So I said, I'm going to go deeper into the quantum understanding in the book. And that's exactly what I did. So I took the movie and then made a deep dive into how quantum really works and how we can create change quickly and easily without struggle. Mm -hmm. Where people can find your book and your movie? Oh, you can go to Amazon um, is one place to get the book. Uh, and just type in my name, Joshua Bloom, or the ultimate answer is inside. Uh, also, you can go to my website. My website is at beingquantum.com, and there you can watch the movie. There's a way to watch the movie right on my website. We will be putting the information on, on the description down below, so like that everybody can uh, get a hold on those that information. Is there uh, learning more in search? Because the majority of the people that see Soul Talk, they're in that search. They're trying to change their lives and they're working with themselves. And uh, I wanted to ask you about one of the questions that you uh, gave me as an option. It was, how do you can emotionally become free yourself? And that's very, very interesting because that's where everybody's looking for. Yeah. And as I told you many years ago, I was extremely anxious and that was a really difficult time in my life. Not only was I not always functional, but I had, I had lost all my clients at the time. I was in a difficult place where everything was hard. And emotionally, I wasn't really 
able to live my life normally. It was, it was very restricted. It was very scary. And so being stuck like that uh, really gave me a perspective. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it totally put me in the understanding that this is not how I want to live my life. But at the same time, I never believed that I could actually change it which is a problem because <laughs> I didn't think it would change. But it was the people that I worked with that I helped. I helped people transform. And as they changed right before my eyes, that's what got me to say, well, if they can do that, I can make my change. So it took me a long time first to consider that I could even make this change a possibility in my own life. I was really good at facilitating other people to do that but I wasn't really great at facilitating myself to do that at all. I was my worst client, <laughs> to say the least. And so, you know, moving forward in my life to shift my emotions was something I spent hours and hours doing. And one of the things that we do in quantum energy transformation is release. We think about Everything that you've ever done in your life, everything you've ever lived is stored in the cells of your body. Some of that information is useful and some of it is not. And if we don't pull out those things that are no longer serving us, then they trigger all the time. They trigger sometimes every day, sometimes just very often, but whatever it is, it makes us feel bad. It makes us feel like we can't move forward. It makes us stuck. It makes us feel like we can't trust ourselves or we don't have good self-esteem. All of these things happen simply because of the things we've picked up along the way from how people parented us, how babysitters took care of us, how teachers treated us, how friends and family treated us, all mattered in our upbringing. And as we move forward in our life, and we kept feeling worse and worse about ourselves, it became a very difficult thing to deal with our emotions. So what did we do when emotions come up? Well, of course, you wish them away and you push them down. And wishing them away, of course, doesn't work, but we do it because we don't have any other tool. <laughs> so we, we say, could this just go away? And of course, that doesn't do anything other than you know, make you wish. But then since that doesn't work, we push it down. We, we, we suppress that energy that information. Now, there's only so long that you can suppress it. You can't suppress forever. It's sort of like if someone's pushing against the door, eventually the door will break, <laughs> you know? And so that's what happens when you have so much emotion, so much emotion, so much emotion, it gets so big and the door gets pushed open and we call that a nervous breakdown, right? That's what we call it. But really, it's not a nervous breakdown, it's a release. But because we don't see it as a release and we get scared of it, and because of that, we suppress that too. <laughs> We're like, no, 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 get back in there, right? <laughs> we keep pushing it down and pushing it down until we can get to a place where we can recover somewhat from that, and then we hope it doesn't do that again. And so what I do is I help people release the energy at the cellular structure of the body to create a movement of energy, a movement of energy so that energy moves out peacefully and easily. We don't have to relive it. It can leave peacefully 
and easily. I've worked with many women who have had deep traumas like being raped. They can't go out at night. They've restricted their entire life based on this one event that's happened in their life. And when I work with them, I help them move that energy out peacefully and easily where they don't have to relive it. And because of that, they then can go outside and enjoy their life and not be scared like they were before that issue happened. Mm. Not issue, but before that attack happened. And so the power of, of working in the model that I work is that different than talk therapy, for example. In talk therapy, you're reliving it every moment. I remember going to talk therapy many, many years ago when I was in college. And I thought, oh, this is going to be good. I can talk things out. And, and I remember the therapist triggered me. And I felt really bad, but I mean really bad. She, she pushed a button and got me good. And when she got me, she said, okay, the session's over, and I'll see you next week. And I'm like, but I'm feeling badly. She said, that's okay. I'll see you next week. Dang. So the next week I went, and you know, it, it took like three or four days for that trigger to go down. It was, it was really bad. And so the trigger went down, and so then she triggered it again. <laughs> the next time I, I went to see her. So this became very uncomfortable. At this point, I realized this wasn't going to work for me because it doesn't take a genius to realize that, that getting triggered and then not having an outlet for it isn't going to be useful. So I stopped going to therapy and I started to look at ways that I could move the energy. And that's what I did. And so instead of triggering the energy without the release aspect of things, we trigger the energy and have the release happen in the moment, and then boom, it's done. But the way that we do it is we strengthen our energy first before we even trigger any of this stuff that we've got stored inside of us to release. So think of it this way. If you're in a stronger place, and you feel really good, you're not gonna feel the energy or the information or whatever it is, sadness, um, guilt, or whatever the energy might be. And you, it, you can move it out. You can move out the fear. You can move out the trauma. And because you're in this much better place, you have a different perspective on it. So from that quantum perspective, we remove the energy without it being traumatic. And this way, anybody could resolve whatever issues they're dealing with. No, I, I do agree. And I do agree about therapy. Uh, many of those kind of therapies that I know people that have been there for 15, 20 years, yeah. and they have 40 to 50 minutes to talk about their problems. And they really, they wanna say that they care, uh, but they, but the results are different, like you mentioned. It takes and, a long time. It takes a long time. If, yeah. if it changes at all, yes. Yes, I, I do agree with you. It's like I, I don't agree with conventional therapy because of that. But that's my point of view. So for some people, it works. And not for everybody. Not, not for yes, me. Yes, I, I have friends who've gone to therapy and were very happy with it. Um, for me... I'm, I'm more impatient than that. I can't go every week and not get results and then potentially, maybe, possibly I get a result. Um, and that, that's why that wasn't for me. 
when I discovered that we could move energy at the cellular level of the body, and I felt the, and I actually experienced it, and I felt the energy move and release, and I didn't feel that pain anymore, and I felt relieved. I'm like, well, that's obviously easier. <laughs> that's got to be a lot better than other and, things out there. And we're and, more faster than that tradition. Much faster. Well, quantum works in the moment. You don't have to wait for the result. The result happens uh, usually in the moment. Not every time, but usually it happens in the moment. The, real, the transformation happens now. Usually the, usually the result happens now, too. Sometimes it takes a period of time, such like 24 to 48 hours, for the whole movement to happen. And then they, people might experience um, other, other transformations along the way. I do agree with that. Uh, when you are working in this in this field, you can see that it max seven days for the anchor all the the new change, the new identity. Yes, uh, I, love I the new identity. Yes, I love that. <laughs> I I I have a question. Uh, you talk about the models and so forth. Can you give us a practices uh, something practical for the viewers that they can apply for themselves? Sure. Would you like me to take you through something? Yes, yes. Okay, great. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to teach you how to be quantum, which is the one of the first things I teach when we learn quantum energy transformation. Now, quantum energy transformation is a way of strengthening your body, grounding your body, and that's what we're going to do. You can do this sitting or standing, either way works. And as you are engaging the energy of this, although I'm giving you certain things to do, the goal is for your body to shift in its energy, shift in its perspective. And this is very simple. Everything that I do is very easy. Sometimes it's so easy that people are like, really? That's it's all that's all you have to do so don't let the simplicity fool you <laughs> okay don't let the simplicity fool you everything i do is easy and yet very profound in its results so let's begin so what we're going to do is we're just going to take a ball of energy and we're going to put it in our hands and just hold that ball of energy and as you hold the ball of energy you'll start to notice that it kind of feels more and more like a ball as your hands hold like this right and feel like there's something there between your hands. And that's because we have hand chakras. And the hand chakras are actually forming an energy ball in your hands. That's why we feel it. And so we're going to hold that a ball of energy. And if you feel it, great. And if you don't, that's okay too. But just hold it regardless. And I'd like you to put some energy into that ball. Let's put love and healing in the ball. If you were to put love and healing in the ball, what would it feel like inside that ball of love and healing were in it? And you can keep your eyes open or close your eyes. Either is good. <sighs> Remember to breathe. We put love and we put healing in there. Let's put confidence. We could all use a little bit of extra of that. So put some confidence in that ball of energy. Now put openness. Openness in that ball of energy. Breathing is good. Now, I'd like you to energize this ball. We're going to blow into the ball 10 times. 
just like just blow the energy out of your mouth into the ball. Ready? Here we go. Good. And feel the energy that you just blew into the ball in your hands. It should now make your hands vibrate a bit. <laughs> you might feel, ooh, it's a little tingly now. Good. So you're going to take the ball of energy, you're going to put it right above the top of your head, and just hold it right above your head, and drop the ball into the top of your head. Good. And let that ball go from the top of the head down the body, going down behind your eyes, passing your throat, your heart, your upper stomach, your lower stomach. Remember to breathe. And let the ball land at the tailbone, right at the base of your spine. Good. And with the ball of energy at your tailbone, just allow yourself to keep that ball of energy there the entire time. Now, we're going to reach up and grab your higher self as if the legs of your higher self are right above you, <laughs> okay? You're gonna pull your higher self into your body just like you did with the ball. Just bring your higher self down the body. Pull the legs of your higher self all the way down so that the higher self slides right into your body, doing the same thing, going into the top of your head, going behind your eyes, passing your throat, your upper chest and your lower chest, your upper stomach and your lower stomach, and let your higher self slide all the way down into your body until your higher self lands all the way down all the way down to your feet. Deeper into your feet, even more. Breathing is good. <sighs> good, and then we're gonna open up our energy, which we call opening up your org field. Your aura is all around you. We're just gonna push it open as if you can just open up the space. Let that aura open wider and wider and longer and longer. Let your aura open up in front of you and in back of you, to the left of you and to the right of you, all the way. Let your aura open up as large as the room that you are in, or larger even. Allow that aura to just expand real big. And imagine that you are not just where you are, but you're in every potential point of view in your room. Imagine that you are everywhere potentially, not just where you are, but everywhere in the room. And feel what that feels like as your orc field is open. Breathing is good. Now with your auric field open, put one hand on your heart. Take the other hand and put it on your upper stomach, which we call the power center. And let your pinky touch the top of your belly button. 
And just hold this position and breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Let's do another one of those breaths. That was good. Make sure that your breath is long on your out breath. Breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Good. And now, imagine that you have a jacket on or, a, or some kind of a cloak around your shoulders and bring the energy forward from in back of you. Just allow yourself like putting on a coat. So just bring the energy from in back of you, right in front of you, and breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. And just feel the difference now of what you were feeling before. Notice that you might feel more calm, but also you don't feel tired. You have energy. So let's energize that energy a little bit more. Are you ready? We're going to do something called a candle breath. A candle breath is imagining that you have this beautiful birthday cake in front of you, and you're going to blow out the candles on that cake. <sighs> Just like that, right? Wow. But let's do 10 of them in a row. And you can use your arms like this if you want or not. It's up to you. But you're just going to blow out 10 times. Here we go. Let that last one be longer. Keep breathing. Don't hold your breath. Bring your hands back into that position and just breathe in through the nose. And out through the mouth. Now you should feel some energy. Breathe in through the nose. Breathe out through your mouth. One more time. Breathe in through the nose. And breathe out through your mouth. You can let go of the hand position and notice how you feel. Now, if you're standing, you might want to walk around a little bit and see if you notice that you feel taller. If you're sitting, you might notice you're already sitting taller. Or you feel like you're sitting with no effort. Or you feel like you have more energy, but you're calm at the same time. This is the energy that we are looking to be in always. This is the energy you want to be in when you're moving forward in your life. When you're feeling energized, as if you have energy, and calm, not being stressed all the time, or as much as you can, you're now in a growth place, but you're also in a place where you can move forward. Hmm. I do can feel even my... They, it's not a chill, it is basically my hair standing up where the energy is. Yes. Energy energize, but I'm very sensitive to energy. So I believe everybody can feel this. And uh, and hopefully everybody can do this exercise and wanted to see your movie and wanted to, to check all your information out and like that they can experience a little bit about you. Thank you. Would you have uh, some last words that you would like to, to add? Because this was amazing what you just did for all of us. Thank you. Sure. I do have a free gift to provide as well. Would you like, would you like me to share that? <laughs> yes, please. If you go to IQET forward slash Monica, M-O-N-I-C-A, you can access this amazing free gift about discovering the science of quantum manifestation. So I teach you how to manifest your health, 
more easily and better. And I do this with the help of Dr. Bruce Lipton and Donna Eden and Bernie Siegel and James Oshman. We're all sharing information about manifestation from the point of view of your health. So it's an amazing experience to listen to. It's um, a good recording that will allow you to consider manifestation quite differently after you, after you listen to it. To say some last words, I would say, just remember that anything is possible, that you have the power to create whatever you choose. Allow yourself to find what works. Allow yourself to jump into the possibilities and allow yourself to create the life that you choose. This is your life, it is your incarnation, and it is possible to create what you choose. That is beautiful, and that is true. Thank you. I will be posting uh, the gift in the description here so everybody can uh, get a hold on that gift. And if you want more information about Joshua Bloom, this is uh, and it's going to be in the description of this video. Thank you so much. Thank you for watching us. Thank you, Joshua. I really appreciate it. Thank you, too. It's amazing. I just enjoyed speaking to you so much. Thank you, everybody, for being in Soul Talk, and see you next. Mm -hmm.